Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Uh, I'm going to start with an apology, actually. I'm not sure you're supposed to start with an apology, but it's it's been a while since we did one of these. I think 23rd of December, last Ooh. effort. Yeah. Okay, so like once not... a month. Once a month, really. It's, yeah, uh, we're it's... going to be... Yeah, our New Year's resolution, belated New Year's resolutions, we're going to be better at doing these more frequently. What I'm even going to suggest, and Scott doesn't know this because I'm, I'm telling him now, is that <sighs> we're, we're going to record some episodes like in a one so that we can drip feed this stuff to you in a timely fashion although the only the only caveat i'm gonna i'm gonna add to that is that obviously the reason that we don't bulk record these is we want to make sure the information we're giving you is current you know we don't want to be it's true bulk recording and then all of a sudden oh this is not relevant because it was you know recorded six months ago that's not how we do business it's nothing to do with the fact that we're lazy so there you go but anyway look let me give you the stats as well I'd like to give you the stats. Big money. We're, yeah, money, we're, no knock, we're knocking on the door of a big number. Um, we're knocking on the door of 60 all-time downloads. So, just, yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, last episode, OTA, friend or foe, 12 downloads total. So, which makes it our third most popular episode, okay, after the intro, which did 14. And in number, in, well, in first place, the uh, second episode on passive income. So, there you go. Really? Some stats for you, I mean, but um, today just a short and sharp one. Uh, mainly, I'm I'm treating this as a little bit like counselling because uh, I just want to vent. I mean, it's called rent to vent, and I think that's appropriate. But I thought we'd have a little chat about difficult guests and how to handle them. We've talked a little bit, I know, in the past about when we did the Murphy's Law episode about mad stuff guests do. Um, but I want to oh talk specific. God, yeah. I want to talk. Yeah, I want to talk specifically today about. How do you handle one, right? Um, because and I'll you have a little think, Scott. I'm going to spin a little dip yeah. about guests. Uh, some guests we had this weekend, different ends of the spectrum, actually. Um, one not difficult, the other very difficult. And then you can have a little think, see if you can think of any. Because um, we've obviously done zero prep, but think if you can see if you can think of any examples of a di- a really difficult guest to handle professionally and how we skinned it so here we go here's my opening date so this was this weekend so what, what was what was the date this weekend what were we on like the 29th today 30th of today yeah. so what was it like 27th yeah, 28th 27th 28th of jan and uh we had so in our one of our three beds <clears throat> excuse me coughing away in one of our three beds we had a lovely group uh of ladies from wales welsh wales and they were on a 50th birthday, okay? And I got a text message saying the hot water's not working and there's nine of us and we're going out in like three hours and we need a shower. And I was like, holy darts, suboptimal. So um, I jumped in the wagon, I drove over there. I did speak to the plumber beforehand, hoping that he could do that for me. Unfortunately, he was out of town, but he did give me a good handover takeover. I jumped in the vehicle and off I went. I got there, knocked on the door, no answer. Rang, no answer. Checked the lockbox, no key. I thought, hmm, this is interesting. They're supposed to be in the property. I had a key. I let myself in. Uh, they were all in there, in the in the dining room, having a right old, um, well, not, I make them sound like they're having an absolute party. There was no music or kind of thing, but they had a right old spread on, like all the scarf, like all laid out. It was like a, it was like a 12-year-old's birthday party like little mini sliced up pizza, sausage rolls, like carrot sticks, the lot. Um, and uh, you can imagine I walked in 
uh, in you know, obviously this is just audio, but for those that don't know me, in ridiculous shape. Uh, so big, sexy, big, sexy. Yeah. So I've walked in. Imagine this: nine circa fifty-year-old women. Uh, okay, in bath for a night out. I walk in. Joe Bone walks in with a with a bag full of tools as well. I, they honestly, I think they thought I was a stripper gram. I walked in there. They were expecting me to take my clothes off. Disappointing for them. I didn't take my clothes off, but I did. I did go in and fix the um, fix the old immersion heater. Now, the reason I tell you this story is because that was nine women wanting to shower within an hour and a half of the time I got there, and I know for a fact that there was no hot water for at least three hours after after I reset the immersion heater. Yeah. Right. So they probably went out. Maybe a couple of them had like a lukewarm shower. You know, the rest of them would have been showering the next morning and it would have been fine the next morning, but a suboptimal situation. You show up, no hot water, nine, nine ladies want to get ready for a night on the tiles and they couldn't have been nicer about it. Now I, I grant you that's probably because of my, you know, handsome, friendly demeanor, but equally, oh, absolutely. Just, absolutely. Just, good, just good guests. You know, they got there, they were there for a good time and they weren't going to let a bit of, you know, lack of hot water, spoil it for him. Now, conversely, one of our two bed apartments, lovely two bed, Margaret's buildings. Scott, you'll you'll obviously know it well. Yep. Uh, we had a last minute booking. So now it's a very small two bed apartment that is clear in the in the uh, listing. I think we even put a floor plan on most of our listings, so you can see exactly the layout of the apartments. We don't. I'm not trying to sell you a mansion as you know, two bed as a mansion. It is a small two bed, but with an unbelievable location right in the middle of town, right between the circus and the crescent. Lovely. But it's two bedrooms, two small bedrooms, both doubles. So feasibly you can sleep two people in each double bed. And then we do have a double sofa bed as well, but it's a sofa bed right now. You know, we make this clear. We don't hide this to anyone. It's, you know, if you're booking this place, you can look at all the pictures. We even, we even tell you that, there's two doubles and a sofa bed. Yet six adults booked this apartment and were livid that it was a sofa bed and proceeded to give me a hard time. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I have questions. On. I have questions. because I, Yeah, go on. And look, I'll be very honest with you. This is for everybody. I'm out in California taking care of my mother, so I'm not in the game at this moment. And as such, I am doing a little bit of like, uh, I'm not, I'm not, not looking at things, but I'm also not active looking at things. And, for reasons why is like, for example, James, and this, I'm sorry to cut your story up, but legitimately I'm here in California helping my mother. I found paperwork and this is unimportant, unimportant paperwork, something you, something any normal human being would have thrown away from the year you were born. Wow. So my mother. 2001. Yeah. 2001. My mother keeps things for decades. They yeah. have, they have no use, no purpose. Um, so, so I didn't see all this, but, 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 so this is good. Cause I get to genuinely ask you questions. So did they honest to God, they booked for six and were upset that five and six were on a sofa bed. Cause we don't hide this information from people. We legitimately say, right. Cause it's, this is the big thing that everyone doesn't, I mean, if you're not in the games, like you can't, uh, hide you don't want to deceive your guests in any way. That's not how, like, otherwise someone will find it. Someone will say something. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. we're very clear, two beds and a sofa bed. It's on all the listing. It is clear as day. So if you book it, there can't be a, oh my God, where do we sleep? It's like, it's it says it on the listing. Yeah, so, no, they knew it was a sofa bed. They just okay, they, they just weren't happy 
the with the the size of the sofa bed and i was like well it's just like sofa beds they ain't be large do you know what i mean Dude, uh, and 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 full disclosure that is a standard sofa bed correct like correct. if you were if you were to take the measurements of all the worldwide sofa beds that would fall within the average of the so it's not it's not large and it's no. not small it no. is a sofa bed correct yeah its primary purpose is for sitting not for sleeping yes. yeah yes. so so and I, I want to add an extra layer of context here as well because oh. they booked last minute okay yep. last minute booking same day they paid per person per night less than 25 pounds yeah dude okay is... so they've paid next to nothing for in my opinion the best location yeah. spot in the city and proceeded to complain. Now, not only did they complain, now this is the worst kind of complaint. So firstly, they didn't read their check-in instructions. We've talked about this before. I'm not going to labor oh, the point. Oh. So they couldn't find they couldn't find the bedding for the sofa bed. And when they actually were, again, told, when the spoon was put in their mouth and they were told where the sofa bedding was, oh, they found it. Oh, yeah, well, it wasn't clear. Well, it was clear. You didn't read the instructions. So we knew we were off to a flyer with, these, with this lot, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, and then they're like, oh, the sofa bed's not big enough. This is the, the same day they've arrived, right? So they've got there at like, I don't know, six, seven o'clock, and they've gone, sofa bed's not big enough. What, what are you going to do about it? Like I was going to show up with a bigger sofa bed. Do you know what I mean? Like, uh, what were they thinking? That's my first point. That's so just, just the level of entitlement and the audacity that come and fix it. I wanted to, I won't tell you what I wanted to do, but I wanted to do, I wanted to, inflict pain upon them okay so that was part one so i kind of in terms of how i handled it i let the virtual assistants do most of it because they're always polite they don't get angry like me and they you know did what they do they diffused they kind of you know made an apology spoke to me asked me what i was going to do the answer was absolutely nothing that six grown adults have booked a two-bed apartment with a sofa bed and now moaning about it so uh, bearing in mind, sorry, extra bit of context, never had a single complaint. Lots of six uh, people parties we've had in there as well. So that's worth adding. This is not like the first time we've had six people and, oh, we had a complaint. Lots and lots of guests stayed in there with parties of six, never complained. So Exactly. Yeah. Exa- then that, that, that's the mental thing is you're sitting there and if anyone's like, well, maybe the sofa bed isn't that small. Maybe we're not saying exactly what it is. It's like we have had, and it, it is probably greater than 10 stay in that place since May um, and sleep on the sofa bed. I mean, yeah. this is right. This is what you get. If you pay 20 pounds per head per night, like right. what you, you can't expect the sun. No, but they do. And uh, yeah. so, yeah, so here we go. So then I largely was like, well, I, you know, it is what it is. Uh, it largely ignored it. Let the VAs handle it. <clears throat> Excuse me, a bit of coronavirus. And um and then the next morning, uh, they pipe up again and they've got a little message just saying, oh, the sofa bed was not big enough. One of our party had to sleep on the floor and they're now, <laughs> and they're now very poorly. And I'm, that's verbatim. They use the term poorly, okay, uh, which I, I translated as spineless. I don't know if that's, that's just how I read that, but maybe yeah. that's just me. <clears throat> so, oh, they were poorly, um, you know, they can't possibly handle another night like that. What are we going to do about it? Uh, and again, I let the VAs handle it initially as a kind of diffusing mechanism. And then I thought, you know, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna 
I'm going to get involved in this one because this is winding me up. So, uh, and as politely and professionally as I could, I decided I was going to let them know that I was absolutely under no circumstances going to do anything about it in terms of physically. Like if they were expecting me to show up with additional sleeping apparatus and bedding, they were sorely mistaken. So I made that very clear from the outset. I was like, I am very sorry that your friend felt so poorly after sleeping on the floor. This is not verbatim. This is, I'm ad-libbing here. But I was like, unfortunately, there's nothing I can do. And I was a bit sarcastic. I was like, unfortunately, there's nothing I can do about the size of the sofa bed. Uh, so, but what I will offer you is the opportunity to cancel your second night because we normally do a two-night minimum booking. But I said, I'll, I'll, I'll let you cancel the second night and I will refund you in full for your second night's accommodation that you will now no longer require. And you can go and book a three-bed apartment like you should have done in the first place. And uh, I left that with them, no response. And I thought, oh, okay, well, either they're going to cancel or they're looking for somewhere else or they're going to come back to me at some point, nothing. Uh, the next night came and went without uh, event. And then I assumed at this point, I was like, okay, so this is going to be a case of, you know, they stayed or, or they canceled or they booked somewhere else. They didn't cancel their stay. And now they're going to ask me for money back for a booking they didn't cancel. And I thought, well, this would be a load of fun. But if they didn't, they actually just decided that, oh, we will stay. We will stay again. Um, and we'll just moan about it the day after. So when they got their, their checkout message, they basically just said, yeah, it was not sufficient size bed and we've all had a terrible night's sleep. Thanks thanks for having us. And uh, which just highlighted to me that they're definitely cheap. I nearly swore then. I'm gonna I'm yeah. gonna change the age category yeah. on this so I can swear because I think it'll be more more insightful as to how I actually feel about these people. Um yeah, they uh they just didn't want to put their hand in their pocket. Six grown adults didn't feel like they could spend more than twenty pounds a head per night. Absolute scumbags. And um I was furious, but they're gone now. So yeah, there you go. That was that was my um, you know. The, bearing in mind this, the first part of that story with the, the nine nine lovely ladies from South Wales had much more reason, in my opinion, to be livid. To off. And yep. I would have absolutely have taken that on the chin because they were there in, in a property without hot water, you know, not acceptable. And they were fine. And the six lizards that couldn't, you know, put their hand deep enough in their pocket to rent an apartment that they actually needed. All they did was whinge. So um, I think there's probably something to do with the age demographic there as well. I think this is just millennials or whatever they are, Gen Z. I don't even know what bracket they fit into, but they were definitely lizards. Thoughts well, on that? It, it, absolutely. And here's it, like, there's, there's so many thoughts on this, right? Because it's essentially, if, if anyone's listening to this, I doubt you're someone who's a guest. You hopefully are someone looking to involve to get into this, you know, to this racket, to this game. And so you're, this is what you're going to have to deal with. So us telling you like why, I don't want to say why they do this, but this is what you get, right? You have people who, who book stuff, they don't read, they don't look, they don't care. You know, uh, I flash back to you um, and I don't think you, I think you were away for the weekend, James, but we had a similar situation where someone booked another property on London Road and they booked it and the guy booked the property and then that was it. So he booked the property. He looked to find the information. He found the postcode, and that was all he took with him. 
And then the second he got there, it was phone call. And it, and it was just this, hey, I'm here. And it's like, I'm sitting. And luckily, luckily, this was post 10 p.m. on a Friday night. Luckily, I was awake to get that message. And then it was one of those things where, and this is the where we're at a little bit in our business is we have so many properties, um, humble brag, that we, when you call us and you ask for information, when we go read your checking information, that is legitimately the quickest way for you to get what you need. For me to tell you what you need is, is one of those things where maybe we haven't been to that property in a while, or I don't know the circumstances with which you are there, right? But I tell you, if you look at that information, it's there. And so what this is, is because I think what you're trying to get to in this podcast is how to deal with these, with these guests. And I think we've done a really good job um, and can help others in that, you set your limit. You you set your limit professionally. How much you are willing to to take, right? So so for example, for your your weekend is a perfect example. The the Welsh women absolutely deserved your attention. The air was on our side. We tried to fix it, or you did fix it. And and if they had been upset, you would have been understanding and apologetic as a result of what happened, right? There's a few things we expect. When you show up, yes, there should be hot water, 100%, right? That is a that is a minimum. Um, that, is, that should be a guarantee, basically. But if you book last second, and you don't look at your information, and you don't, apparently don't even look where you book, and all of a sudden you are, and what you're trying to do is get everything for nothing, which is what they did, right? Whatever the price was, six people for two nights at a, a spectacular location, and then basically everything is somebody else's fault. It's like, I think you did a great job. It's one of those things where, and this is what it is, is you, you know, and I think we're on that verge where we would like just to be like, get out or tell them directly you're cheap or you're dumb. You didn't read. Um, and believe me, we've had some of this. Um, again, because this is now just a rambling speech, but going back to Kensington, another property, we had a different property but it, within the same building, we had a guest who basically wanted compensation for everything that had gone wrong. And, and what I did is I basically said, go ahead, complain with the OTA, and then broke down his argument and showed him everything that went wrong was a result of him not reading his check-in information. Mm -hmm. And so to some extent, this is what you, this is what you have to do. Set your limit. And you know, if, if the guests will push, right? Because they tried to get you to solve the magical bed issue as if you're just going to literally somehow materialize a bed out of thin air and provide it for them in this flat. So limit and then push back basically. And it's mm. like, I think, I think you did a good job. It's like, well, this is a nice segue actually, because yeah. here's my kind of, because, uh, you know, I've had a little think about it. this is my kind of summary of, how to deal with these people Ooh. so phase one yep. phase one is breathe yeah right? yeah absolutely now, take and well i'm interrupting half an hour i so yes. i get fired up i don't know about you i get fired up right where it's like someone says like where's the key box and you're like you absolute donut it's yeah. literally the first thing we tell you so i take half an hour off normally i don't know about you yeah no well i was just about to say now for people who are managing their own stuff maybe don't have the same infrastructure as we do 
you know, maybe you can't have half an hour. We we can take half an hour because we know that one of the virtual assistants is going to is going to chime in and say something, right? Because half yeah. the time you just need someone to respond with something, right? So it exactly. might be, okay, we we've heard you. We're doing something, right? It could be, you know, literally that simple. Um, obviously not, you know, exactly that, but worse to that effect. Now, so that's that's my first bit. Breathe, right? So give you time yeah. to comprehend what they're saying and and. Uh, and I know you've done this before where you've drafted a message and then sat on it and then deleted it, right? It's yep. the same concept. Breathe. Yep. You know, if you've got virtual assistants or some, you know, a comms team, let them, let them, you know, do the initial uh, communication, right? So that's part one. Uh, part two is obviously, like you said, is trying to ascertain where the fault lies. Um, and obviously, like you said, in, in example one, the fault was with us. So obviously there is an, uh, you know, they go up the priority list and my energy to solve that problem is increased dramatically. I'm now at the stage where in option two, when it's completely not my fault and or and there's nothing I can do about it, it falls right off my radar, like right off my radar uh, to the point where, you know, I might just not engage at all and just let the VAs handle it in, entirely, you know, because if they are moaning about something especially if it's in the check-in instructions i'm straight up ignoring that because i know the vas have the check-in instructions and they can get them that information and you know they'll get what they need and and we had about four of those this weekend as well by the way people that couldn't find the lockbox and and again favorite one we had another guest stayed at green park i think last night sunday night possibly uh just told me straight up the lockbox code is incorrect i was like well it isn't yeah, mate heard- it isn't you're at the wrong lockbox so another example just people telling you Oh, you're wrong. Well, I'm not wrong, mate, because it's my lockbox. So it's the first time you've ever looked at it, and you're not even looking at the right one. Anyway, that's sort of a little subvent. So right. Yeah, so- but no, 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 no. But again, but again, this is a perfect example, right? Where someone tells you that you're doing something wrong, and you know it's not. You know the case because what you'll do is, and I'm not sure what I do is. Sometimes you have doubts, right? You go like, oh my god, maybe it is wrong, right? Maybe it is me, and then you go, yeah, no, it's not. No, no it's, it's not. You. Yeah, it's you. Yeah. So there you go. So breathe, um, then ascertain the fault. Then, right? So we know, obviously, if it is our fault, we're going to deal with it, you know, very apologetically, professionally, get it, get it solved as quick as we can. So that's a, that's a no-brainer. When it's not our fault, this is the difficult guest, right? Um, so we've we've ascertained that it's not our fault. We've had a we've we've had a little um, taken a breath. I'm then in the mindset of being as polite as and as direct as possible, right? So not being rude, but saying directly, this is a situation, i.e. I'm not coming to help you, Yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sorry that you are uncomfortable. And then in the case, like you said earlier, I don't want them in there now at this point because I know they're going to be trouble. So now, I, and like I worded it with them, polite, direct, I'm sorry. I am sorry that you've had a rubbish night's sleep. I'm not coming to help you. And if you don't want to stay again, you're more than welcome. And then the last bit is then highlighting that they should have booked a bigger apartment in this instance. Now, whatever it might be, it might be, oh, they don't like walking down the steps to a basement apartment or they're the classic, oh, I booked a basement apartment. It's it's dark. Yes, well, well done. It's in a basement, right? That's another complaint that I'm not, I'm not fielding that because you're an idiot for booking a basement apartment and then complaining that it's dark. Right. So another example, but whatever it is, whatever the complaint is, it isn't my fault. I'm going to highlight that they're an idiot as politely as possible. Um, And that's that's phase three. Right. Phase four 
and this is just a technical point, probably the most important uh, in the case of uh, trying to damage limitation is on our PMS, on our property management software, we can toggle off auto messages. And I just went straight up, opened the reservation and toggled off all the remaining auto messages, particularly the ones pertaining to reviews, right? So, yeah, so just a little context for the listeners. We remind you to leave us a review. Um, but if you've had a bad stay, I'm not, I'm not going to remind you for obvious reasons. So that's that's part four. And then part five, like you alluded to earlier, Scott, is let's go to the review, right? Let's wait and we'll monitor for that review to come up. And when it does, and they say, oh, the sofa bed wasn't big enough for two adults, right? And this is where we do get the... Um, we do get the the last say on reviews, which is which is handy. So they'll make their whinge. We get to reply, then that's it. Review closed, right? So when that happens, that's our last yeah. opportunity to highlight again politely because we know that lots of people read reviews and, and listen to them, particularly when they're booking. But, you know, we will have an opportunity to confront the fact that they booked last minute, incredibly cheap rate per person and basically try to get an absolute steal and then moaned about it. And when given the opportunity to cancel, they chose not to, which, and if they're claiming that in January, there were no three beds available, same same night, then they're lying. Cause I know for a fact there were. So, yeah. uh, so there you go. That's my five-step plan for uh, handling lizards. So, Thoughts on that? So, and, and I also, so I think it's great. I think it's great. And I, I do think, um, within that, there's just some nuances, right? As there always. So if it's if it's I can't find the lockbox or the key doesn't work or if it, if it's an imminent issue in terms of your guests entering the property, obviously you know the response sooner rather than later is is huge. The next thing I would just say is that um, that you need to prioritize, right? Learn to prioritize the issue and the response, right? So. For example, we had somebody who stayed at another property because we have these stories that are endless, right? Who apparently they were staying for two nights and they wanted to do more than two loads of laundry within that time frame. And it's one of those things where, so it's this notion of, because in our, in our properties, we try to give you, which, and I'm almost on the verge of saying we should drop everything because essentially you give them an inch and they take a mile. So, but the idea is, is if a guest is saying, oh, I can't find any more laundry tablets. There were only two here, right? And you look in there and you're like, you're only here for two days. How many loads of laundry are you doing? Then then that, first of all, that response, you can do it anytime, right? Ideally while they're still present, but there's no rush to go, yes, uh, you know, wh whatever the response is, there's no rush. It is unimportant, okay? You still need to respond, but always, but all unimportant. And then you can be very direct with that. Okay, you need to be polite, unfortunately, but direct. So it's as simple as um, all the items in the property are complimentary. They are there for your enjoyment. They're there for your use. However, should things not be there empty or if you use the, the complimentary items, anything after that, you need to purchase yourself. Because it's this notion that you should jump to somebody being unable to walk one block into a co-op or whatever it is and pick up a bag of laundry detergent for for 250 right it's yeah. a notion that you should stop what you're doing right you're like you've done everything you should do you provided you provided a clean environment that it was as advertised but we're not you're not here for them to do laundry 
right? You're not a laundromat. And so, so to some extent, again, I really go with, it's about, it's about obviously acknowledging, I think, like you said, uh, and responding and responding firmly that, that lays out the, this is how it's going to be. Right. Yeah. And then, and then, and this is actually something in James, I'm not even sure if you're aware of this, but uh, I, I wanted to let everyone know as you know, you run, uh, you, you're more of the financial side of the business and I'm probably more on the lines. Um, although you are on the front lines now, Airbnb, you're going to get better reviews booking or not. So if you're doing this and, and that's an issue for you, that's something that you concerned about. You're concerned about bad reviews because, and I, and I believe this is true and I can't necessarily prove this, but because we can rate Airbnb guests when they stay and they can rate us, I think you get a much more mutual, you know, yeah. you don't, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a healthier balance. It's like an Uber ride. No one's, no one's given an Uber driver less than five stars unless he's a douchebag. Exactly. Yeah, classic. On booking.com, because you can, one, you can, you can write and it, it can be real. It can be, they can do really sneaky things. One is you can do it anonymously. Two, yeah. if you, if, if the guest responds and all they do is run a score and there's no comments, you can't reply to that comment. So if they, if they go one and there's no explanation, then you're saddled with the one. Now, obviously, you can ask booking.com, so forth and so on. The reason why I tell you this, for anybody listening, is if, is if, if, if getting into this game, because we, I've heard this before um, of people who had Airbnbs or properties and they went, they did this, but they just couldn't handle the stress of, of concern about bad and so forth. Stick your property on Airbnb and that's it. One channel, call it a day. And, I, and and then it's much more manageable in terms of your property. I mean, again, this guest is on Airbnb. Yeah. We can absolutely destroy them if we wanted to. But yeah. there you go. So I think you're absolutely spot on in how to approach uh, these guests that, that book for pennies and want, you know, world, star, moon, sun. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, look, we're going to tie this up here because we've been venting there for quite a while. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Um, I want to leave with – I'm going to push this back to our listener – and um, which, by the way, I just give a quick shout out to our, who I think is our most loyal fan, uh, Connor O'Reilly. Um, so he's actually given me some feedback. And um, yeah, so ho hopefully he's listening. Hopefully he subscribed. I don't, I don't know if he has, but uh, yeah, he'll, he'll definitely be listening. So maybe he can give me some feedback on this. I want to do, right, this is my dream now in the short-term rental industry. And I'm going to say this out loud in the public forum, which means anyone uh -oh. could steal it. This This idea could get stolen, but... There we go. I'm going to risk that for a biscuit. We're all familiar with Karen's Diner. Now, Scott, we've spoken about this before, but we're all yeah. familiar with Karen's Diner, right? You go in there. There's a, there's a similar chain in the States. I don't know what it's called, but um, but you go in there and you just get verbally abused by the staff, right? The staff are traditionally what would be described as the worst possible customer service you could imagine, right? They're rude. They are abusive. It's But you go there for that experience because it's, it's hilarious, right? Good banter. I want to do the same thing, but with guest communication for guests that stay with us. Just default position is abuse, right? So we just just, but because we're doing it as like the Karen's Diner vibe, it's it's just a joke, right? So it's not we don't mean it. You know what I mean? What do you think about that? So I give it a lot of thought about this, and here's my one concern: is that so the Karen's Diner market 
Kieran's Diner thing works because they are present in the like they're they're visually present when this abuse occurs. My concern is that you verbally abuse a guest and they're in a property that I want to maintain as mm. well as can be. And yeah. so my concern is is like, okay, okay, you you know, you so and so. Well, guess what I'm gonna do? It's a and valid concern. Yeah, it's a yeah. valid concern. But I think that's why the marketing would be key. You'd have to make it clear that they're booking a you know they're booking at karen's and they're gonna get it but yeah it's you know food for thought i think there's a bit of work to do there oh absolutely i'd love, I'd love to get absolutely. some feedback from the masses and um yeah so i'll leave you with that but um give that some thought let us know your feedback sling us an email or catch us on one of our social channels and uh sling us a dm um i'll probably actually stick those links in the show notes because i've, I've not been doing that so uh you can hopefully come and find us and um yeah just engage give us your feedback let us know what you want to talk about maybe you can um you know give us a give us a subject that we can talk about next time oh and that does remind me as well just a little look forward to we're going to do some we are going to do a live a live podcast next one probably oh nice. date tbc i mean i'll you think i'd tell you a date but we, we don't know mainly because scott's about to step into a third world country where they don't have wi-fi but um but yeah we're going to do a live we're going to do a live pod and we're gonna. The idea is that it's a bit of a Q and A. So get your questions lined up, and um, yeah, we can hopefully field them in a live live session. But there you go. That's a little look forward to. But thanks for listening. Um, and um, yeah, look. For, what's that episode? That's episode six. So episode seven coming soon. See you Just later. Keep going. Just keep going. Peace. <laughs>